Vegas is kind of a magical place. It, it really it is. Really is. It's, I love it. It should not exist, and it does. It's, and it's, it's just awesome. yeah, so great. Should we go after this? I do. I'm I down. Hop in the car. I am down. <laughs> Our favorite part of a movie or show are the credits at the start and the end. The songs are like a long lost friend. Credits score where credits get the credit they're due. We're we're a go, Gary. We are a go. We are going. Just want to say that today is probably maybe the most fitting podcast we've uh, we've ever done because I'm slightly hungover. Okay, and yeah. that's different than every other time we've. Well, recorded? but this this time the the subject material is 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 a hangover, and I am slightly hungover. So what I'm saying is, I did this for the podcast. Last you drank last night. Yeah, for the podcast. exactly. Yeah, you have a cold beer sitting yes, in your lap right indeed, now. Indeed. It's uh, a little after eight thirty a.m. You know, it's it, what happens is you just don't you don't realize how many wines you're sucking down when you're watching the uh, Aaron Hernandez documentary. So that's why. Wow, I'm what, that is quite the night you had. <laughs> Hey, not just me, me and the wife, all oh, right? Oh, lovely, romantic. You didn't yeah. want to save that one for Valentine's Day? <laughs> Once we finished it, I actually started watching uh, Don't Fuck With Cats, which is also not uh, the, the greatest material in the world. A little so. human murdering. A little like I said, the wines were going murdering. down, and I'm slightly hungover. But here we are. Welcome to Credit Store, everybody. I am Gary Dudak. And I am Max Miller, and we are together, just the two of us, well, and Biscuit, of course. Biscuit, who is- yeah, he's my here. dog biscuit is here being he's a good boy humping his bed and but now he's lied down so yeah he's chill good. yeah he got it out of his system i think um we just the two of us we've had some guests for a while and mm-hmm. it hasn't been just you and me yep back, i've enjoyed it back. to not have to <laughs> just deal with you on my own but back to the boys back yeah, to the, boy. the boys and what are, we, what are we doing today we're giving credits the credit they're due yeah that's what we typically do on this show oh yeah that's right okay my bad yeah, I bet. I thought that was a special thing. Just yeah, for- uh, Gary, as always, is sleeveless, mm-hmm. even though it's a little bit chilly today. It's chilly. It's colder in this uh, your home studio office uh, more than normal. Usually, I'm sweating by now, and today I feel really nice. So good. So thanks for that. Max has a jacket on. He's got his little Phil's coffee cup with his special instructions. Don't say which coffee until they pay us. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Advertise. It's it's a coffee cup. It's I don't a generic know. coffee yes, cup. Yes. There's no branding on it And whatsoever. once they give us some money, then we'll shout them out. And I'm not uh, wearing a jacket. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. What, what What's the difference? It, it's a, a jacket and a sweatshirt? Because it's Do a zipper. we zi- have to go to when, any we- uh, clothing website? When it's a zipper, <laughs> it's a jacket. It's like a hooded sweatshirt jacket. It's a sweatshirt. It's a hooded sweatshirt, like you know. said. It looks like a hooded, you, you can't hooded jacket add, to me. You can't just add things to the name of the item. And he's got his warm socks on. My warm and, socks. And, and he does have a mezcal as well. So, What are the difference between your socks and my socks? Why are my socks warm because, and yours aren't? I don't know. Yours look like thicker and mine are like You've little... got shoes on. Yeah, but they're like Allbirds, though. They're don't not... drop the name of your shoes until <laughs> they're paying us. Allbirds, the, they feel like air, that you're walking on air. They do feel pretty lovely. They're Those Allbirds nice. are something else. Very nice. Anyway, um, so as you teased, we are doing uh, the hangover end credits. That's right. We haven't done end credits in a while, right? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, been a while. Great stain song. Uh, do you want us to just sing that? It's been a while I, since Gary. I could. What's just the next doing that? That's Hold fun. my hair up high. Whenever I hear that song, which isn't very often, thank God. I was you and uh, the wife weren't listening to that before you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after a couple wines and another true crime documentary, we've cranked up some stained. But anyways, we're doing the end credits for The Hangover, the first movie. Before we get into The Hangover, I feel like this is the perfect 
kind of topic and theme for you to tell the story of your first flight with your uh, <laughs> baby girl Parker because it was a nightmare, <laughs> like like waking up to like I feel like you would have liked to black out and maybe then seen the pictures afterwards to yes, know what happened. Would have been much better. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So flashing back to the holidays, uh, my wife and my baby, uh, we went to Denver to visit to visit the in laws, my in laws, and everything was great. But then on Christmas Eve, uh, actually it might have been the day before that, yeah, my daughter got sick, like. Seemed kind of like a flu bug a little bit. She wasn't eating. She was, you know, she had some uh, some stomach issues, let's just say. And it was pretty rough. But then on Christmas morning, she seemed better. And we were flying back to LA. So we're at the airport in Denver. She's starting to eat. She's seeming more chipper. Everything's going well. And my wife, uh, bless her heart, made a comment that stuck in my head. Like, what's the worst that can happen? She shits on us. That's always... That is and asking. You're asking for I, it. I think I even said, like, why would you say that? Because, yeah. you know, she always says that to me, that I jinx things or speak things into existence. So, anyways, didn't think anything of it. Everything was going good on the flight. Uh, Parker, our daughter, was napping. And it's only a two-hour flight. And we got to about a half hour before landing. And it was the plane was getting close to, like, starting its descent. And all of a sudden, we smell something terrible. And sorry. And Sarah was like, "Gary, not again, <laughs> not not you again." It wasn't on. me this time. It was a different smell. Uh, Parker had been having you know diarrhea, and it smelled like that. So Sarah's like, "Oh God, we gotta change her like now." I'm like, "All right, yeah." I was like, "Good luck, go for it." <laughs> so, so father of the year. So she, we're pretty close to the front bathroom. She runs up, and I, I just had a bad feeling it wasn't going to go well. So I had a blanket ready. And I was like, just in case, I'm just going to run up there and just wrap her in a blanket if, like, if it's a mess. Sure Sarah, enough, not, not Parker. <laughs> no, Parker. Sarah, like, like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh, wrap my wife in a blanket and just James push her Brown, down. Like yeah. James Brown? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyways, I see my wife pop her head out of the bathroom with a terrified look on her face. And she's like waving me to the front. So I run up. She's like, I couldn't change her diaper because Parker was just freaking out. Which was She was kind of going through a phase where she was just freaking out changing her diaper. So I'm like, all right, whatever. She's like, she's like I managed to change her pants, but she still has the dirty diaper on. I was like, all right. So I just wrapped her up. Oh, God. <laughs> Knocked the mic into my face. So I wrapped up Parker, ran back to our seat. We were very lucky to have an empty seat on the inside next to the to the window. So I was in the middle, and I'm holding her, but she's flipping out because she's wrapped in this blanket. We're like maybe... Still a diaper full of poop? Diaper full of poop, but oh, man. clean pants, uh-huh. which is weird, I know. but uh, Diaper full of poop, clean pants is your autobiography's <laughs> name. <laughs> hey, the pants are clean, yo. Anyway, so... I'm holding her. She's starting to like kind of thrash and she's crying and like we're just trying to make this last 10 minutes. But she got so upset and crying and like that she started to puke. Like not only, and it was like a projectile on the blanket on me. Uh, luckily, I was able to kind of keep it from going all over the airplane and like I was kind of leaning her in, into the empty seat. And I was like, oh my God, this is just a total nightmare. And I, and I was like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just kind of just holding her. And she does it again. But luckily, this time I pull out the barf bag and I kind of caught some of it, but then she just whacked it out of my hand. So it was like totally worthless. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, five more minutes of this. It's a nightmare. She's crying. She's streaming. We're all, me and her, are covered in barf and the blanket and the plane lands. And I'm just like, as soon as I can get out of here, I'm bum rushing the front of the plane, getting the F out of here, which I did. I, it was kind of funny. I've never done this before, but like I was literally shouldering people out of the way, like, sit, cut. Sit kid out of the way, sit kid, move, move. Because people are immediate as soon as the plane lands, they, they get stand the, up. Yes. They stand up. They I'm, try, I'm one try, of to, those. try to grab their beds. I normally am too. So I, I bust through seven rows of people, get out of the plane, run down the jetway, and as soon as we get to the terminal, she's totally fine. 
stops crying, totally calm, sitting there like, what's up? Like, everything, is everything cool? And I'm like, good Lord. And I, but then I still had to wait for Sarah to come out of the plane. She comes out. She's like, I can tell she's upset. She's like, yeah, people were, as we're getting out the plane, people were like, it's okay. It's, you're going to be all right. It's fine. So it was one of those. This was on Christmas Day, by the way. So we we run to the family bathroom and go in there. Take, we're just pretty much take all our clothes off, put fresh clothes on her, fresh diaper, and then I wrapped everything into the blanket and just stuffed it in the trash. So <laughs> so some poor person who cleaned that that bathroom later found a blanket full of poop and shit, or sorry, shit and puke uh, from my baby. Did you just say? Do you say you said shit and then you apologize for saying shit and then said shit again? <laughs> no, I said poop and shit. I oh. apologize for repeating. Oh, for the redundancy. You were an apology for cussing. Yeah, yeah, not for cussing. No, no. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that was Christmas Day for uh, for the Doodad family, and uh, once we got back home, it was fine. That was, was a very uh, yeah, yeah. See, that was a very appropriately themed story for mm-hmm. what we're about to get Kinda into. Kind of gets us into the right the right mood for the hangover end credits. Yeah, so. I don't think we have to talk too much about uh, our experiences with it. Really, yeah. It's, it's, it no, was no. This was a movie. One of the that biggest every, comedies of the year. Yeah, it was a it was a top ten movie that year. I think, yeah. and I think it was nominated for a Golden Globe. It it uh, it broke a bunch of box office records for R rated movies. I think it made actually. I wrote it here. Four hundred and sixty-seven point five million at the box office on a thirty-five million dollar budget. Insane. It crushed like previous. Uh, there's something about Mary and stuff like that. And Beverly Hills. Beverly Cop, Hills Cop. I think, Cop. Like I think Beverly Hills Cop might still be number one, uh-huh. possibly as far as like R-rated comedy profits go. But this one's up there. I saw it at the theater. Um, I was a big Todd Phillips fan at the time. Still kind of am. I know he that. had done Road Trip, he, old, school. And old School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was totally. I was on board. And then went and saw it, and the movie, you know, it lived up to expectations, in my opinion. It was pretty damn funny. And well, it, uh, you are currently hungover. <laughs> You're wearing a sleeveless tee. You've got a beer in your hand. And I, I love Vegas, too. Uh, yeah, I true. absolutely love Vegas. That's I, true. I, so, so everyone knows the plot of the movie, yeah. but the, I mean, the premise is that they wake up, they go to Vegas for a bitch party, they wake up the next day it, it, and i can't remember anything exactly and, and they're just I, I think in the movie it, it ends with them like on the roof of the caesar's hotel or whatever and, spoiler alert and well this is the beginning of the movie uh they're at the they're at the roof oh. and then it, and then it cuts oh, to, right. the, to the next morning and and you see like ed helms the groom is missing the groom is missing he's laying and on the ground he wakes up there's a chicken in the in their in their suite there's a tiger in their suite it's trashed and right. they can't find the groom uh, whose name is doug uh bradley cooper is phil Zach Galifianakis is Alan. He's kind of the weirdo brother-in-law to right. be. And then Ed Helms is the friend. I think his name is... Stu. Stu. That's right. Yes. Stu. So there you go. And then... So these end credits are after you've watched the whole movie and you've not seen this night of debauchery, but you kind of like put the pieces together. They find a camera that has the pictures from the entire night. That it's kind of explains some of the missing pieces. Yeah. And the end credits are just snapshots of the night. And stuff we've kind of heard about, stuff we've kind of imagined in our heads already. Yeah. It's it's a it's a great way to end this movie. Like it's a very good idea as far yeah. as putting a button on it or whatever, and in a hilarious yeah. fashion. It also kind of reminds me, did you ever watch Conan O'Brien back in the day when um he would do this bit where it was him, Max Weinberg, and their and their uh sound guy, uh or their uh, voiceover guy, I forget what his name is right now, I'm blanking on it. Um Anyways, they would be like, "Hey, we had a we had a night out last night. Let's let's go through it in pictures." And it was yeah. like a photo diary. Yeah, and it would always it always start out like, "Hey, I showed up for Thanksgiving," and it was like I brought a turkey. But then it would, it would just get totally crazy. That's what this kind of reminds me of, like a like a snapshot uh, 
or a scrapbook kind of of the night before, basically. Right. And who is uh, Max Weinberg? The drum- What band is he the drummer in? Uh, I forget. What? Some no... Oh, it's like a no name. One of the greatest Bruce, of all time. The E Street Boys or something like that. I forget. How dare you? Yeah, I think it's Bruce and the E Street Boys. Something really lame like that is what Max Weinberg's part of. Uh, I'm looking at you and your dad on the Springsteen Broadway Photo yeah, here. Gary always says that when we talk about Springsteen <laughs> here, because the picture of me and my dad it, it at Springsteen me, on right? Broadway. I, when I always... sit, for those who don't know, I sit in this uh, in this home studio. Those at... who don't know, you mean everyone? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've talked about your home studio before, and I'm staring at a cute picture of Biscuit as a puppy, and then up above that is Max and his dad at the Bruce Springsteen Broadway. Uh, I guess the front of it, the front of the. I guess we're on Broadway. I guess is all I can yeah, say about that. That's yeah, that's it. Well, we're, we're, we weren't on Broadway. Springsteen was on Broadway, and we're <laughs> yeah, posing yeah. in front of You it. and your dad didn't have a show called Springsteen Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> all so, right, so let's set up the, the end credits here. Spoiler alert, by the way. If you haven't seen this, we, yeah, we pretty much gave it all away already, but... Everyone saw this movie. You're right. Like, you're if right. you haven't seen it, then why are you listening to this episode? <laughs> Seriously. But don't stop listening if you haven't seen it. Just pause, go watch the movie, and come back. These are the most... Uh, risque credits we've ever done, I think. Uh, I would say either these or maybe John Travolta in the at the beginning of Saturday Night Fever. He was yeah, pretty or, risque. Or I guess uh, <laughs> Look Who's Talking opening credits is all sperm. So I guess that's kind that's of That's probably the most risque. That's probably, if you really want to get down to it. Yeah, I yeah. would say this is the most R-rated easily that we've uh, that we've done. Maybe even more than R-rated. Yeah, you're right. We'll get it's, to that. Borderline X. Okay, so we should start with this little clip before. Yeah, to set it up, uh, they make it back to L.A., for Doug's wedding, just in time, and this is at like the wedding reception. Yeah, and Bradley Cooper is sitting there with with uh, Ed Helms and uh, what's his, what's the actor's name that plays Doug? Justin Bartha, I believe. That's it, Bartha. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, that was a loud burp. Oh my God, Gary! My apologies. Okay, well, uh, that, that and- kicks off this. Uh- <laughs> These credits pretty well. So they're all sitting together, and Alan, Zach Galifianakis, the weirdo of the group, uh, I'm sorry, the wolf pack. I should stop calling them the group because they're the wolf pack in the movie. He comes up and he's like, hey guys, I found the digital camera, which were big. And what what year did this movie come out? 2009. Mm -hmm. Everybody had digital camera back then, I think. Because it was like right when the iPhone was new. Yeah. So when you, even I did this. You go to Vegas, you take a digital camera, you snap some terrible photos that kind of remind me of these. Um, Not as bad as these, though. Don't, yeah, sure. Good cover. <laughs> and he comes up, he's like, hey, I found the, the missing camera from last night. It was it was wedged in the car seat or something. And so they're all like, okay, are we going to look at these or not? And they take it from there. Okay. Are we playing that clip at all? Yeah, any of it? play this. Oh, yeah. Okay. I said play it out. Right now. Are you nuts? I want to find out how I wound up in the hospital. Is that in there? Yeah, it's in there. Guys, one time. Deal? Deal. Deal. Alright. We've got a lot to talk about already. So we have so much to talk about yeah. already. This is gonna be so these pictures are just like flashing on the screen quickly. Yeah. So we're gonna be stopping a lot. As soon as you hear that ding dong ding dong ding right. dong, which is the opening of uh Flowrida's right round with uh featuring Kesha. Is Flo, this yeah, Flow Riders Right Round which, samples uh From Dead or Alive's You Spin Me Right Round, baby, right round. Go like listen record. to our wedding singer episode if you want to hear plenty of exactly. uh, Dead or Alive on there. Uh, that's a good callback. I forgot that we that was the song on that. Um anyway, so they're they're getting ready to look at the camera. I have a, f- a couple issues with that opening scene okay. that le- or that, that scene that leads into the end credits there. Okay, Gary, this is the place to do that. Um so first of all, Bradley Cooper This is a safe space, Gary. <laughs> 
Phil's kid, who looks to be about 13, uh-huh. is just passed out on his father I at the wedding. I think he's younger than 13. Okay, but he looks very tall and lanky. Okay, but if I remember the movie, he's much All right, let's say 13. he's eight or 10 or something. Gary, you're never good with ages. Because <laughs> the kid could be about between six and 27. I'm not sure. I'm Either not way, he's passed out on his on his dad. Like, But you can see at one point his eyes are kind of flickering. So like he's, he's asleep, but this stupid child actor couldn't ki- help his... His eyes from moving. Little kid actors always have a hard time with faking sleep. Exactly. So he's, he's faking sleeping, but you can see his eyes going like, like like flickering a little bit. Anyways, so he's passed out. Um, Bradley Cooper asks Alan, "Hey, is uh, is my is how how I'm on the hospital?" Yeah. And he goes, "Oh yeah, that's on there." So Galifianakis has clearly already looked through these photos, right? Right. Yeah. But he acts kind of surprised when they turn on the camera because oh, it's classic. But I guess maybe he didn't know what photo they were. But Ed Helms does a classic like, oh, dear Lord, like you can't believe what he's seeing. And Bradley Cooper has like a delayed reaction. It, it annoys me a little bit. Uh-huh. Like he's like an extra, he's a second behind. They're all looking at the camera. Ed Helms has already react. He's already recoiled and said, oh, dear Lord. And then Bradley Cooper goes like, oh. And honestly, the the reactions aren't appropriate to what the first image we see is. That's true. But maybe, necessarily. But, but maybe the first image is something that they, we didn't see. We didn't see. Or who knows? You know, it's hard to tell where it starts. Uh, Justin Barthor just kind of looks perplexed. Yeah, so. and he is overly tan. He's very tan, sunburned. Yeah, but he because, looks very tan yeah. as opposed to sunburn here because okay. he was sleeping on the roof. So we mentioned that, that the song that chimed in was uh, "Flow Rider," mm-hmm. right round. Uh, yes, um, and it's yeah, Kesha is the girl on the track, and so this was oh Kesha with a with an, a money sign well, for an S. Well, this is a fun fact I have for you here, Gary, about mm. Kesha and that money sign. So before this, she wasn't really well known. She had like a song or two, I think, on Feature on the Hills. Yeah. Um, we'll get to those credits. <laughs> okay. We're going to do those, Gary. Oh, God. <laughs> so she started using the name Kesha with the dollar sign as the S, in part because she made very little money from this song in particular, and she wanted to make an ironic statement. Huh. Interesting. Um, she well, said what that, did she expect to make? She, she said that money is very low on her list of priorities. Well, this was a huge song. Yeah, but she Flo Rida is featuring her. Yeah, but she's singing on it. She should so? get she should get some money from it. I mean, it does well. Here's the thing. This is always what always bothers me about shit like that. Flo Rida was the star at the time, right? He asked her to be on the song, and I'm sure she got famous because of this song. So what? What isn't that worth its weight in gold? Well, she doesn't care that much about money, but she was making a statement about okay. How she didn't well, get what paid what for what track. a statement? You know what? It, it, it annoys the piss out of me that I had to do a number sign for her s whenever I write a story about her at my job. Oh, well, so. That's, oh, so this is this is you're <laughs> this bringing is a personal some, vendetta. Yeah, you're, yeah. Bringing, you're bringing some backstory. <laughs> I'm just like, some, God damn it! It's the same with pink. You know, pink is a stupid exclamation point for her eye in her in her name. Do you know that? Like that's her official I didn't name. Even know she had an exclamation point yeah. in her name. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it changed at some point too. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, it was P exclamation point N K for pink. Anyways, that shit drives me nuts. Yeah, this sounds like just very like a uh, keyboard uh, frustration yeah, for you. It, de- it definitely <laughs> is. Definitely. There, there's more examples of that, but I won't okay. get into it. So we got a couple images. Ty dollar sign. Same thing. <laughs> a couple images that popped up. <laughs> um, the first few are well. The very first one is uh, is risque. It is a black woman with her breast exposed. Uh-huh. Uh, it's resting on uh, Alan's head because he's passed out. Or is he resting on her breast? Well, yeah, yeah. It seems uh, like. He's, he's resting on her bosoms, her bare bosoms. 
Uh, she does have pants on. She has jeans on, just no top. Okay, so this looks like they're in the hotel room. Are we just supposed to assume this is later in the night, or I, this is like early on? That's a, that's a it's hard to tell because if you know the movie, he Alan slips them roofies, Rohypnol, because he thought it was ecstasy, so he wanted them to have a fun time. So they could have very easily passed out right away, and then actually that doesn't really make any sense. You don't really pass out right away. So yeah, maybe maybe this is back at the hotel room later on. They brought this. This I think I think technically the science of it. Doesn't make sense for this movie, but we won't get into that. This yeah. is not a science. Or maybe podcast. he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't passed out. Maybe he was just laying on her for a second, closing his eyes. Do you think this is a stripper or an escort? What's your uh, What's your guess? Um, it could be either. It could go either <laughs> way. I, I the fact that she's wearing jeans makes me think probably an escort. Can you tell I'm already uncomfortable? <laughs> so, okay. I'm gonna go right into it though. <laughs> All right. Oh, there's two shots. Okay, so hit play. There's two. There's two shots in a row of. Actually, just start it from the beginning, and we'll okay, let it play for a do few. It again. Yeah, we'll play for a few here. Classic. All right. I think so, that gave us our answer. Let's talk about the series of photos. So this, yeah, this looks like it's in a hotel room. It might. It, it looks like it's in their hotel room. They had a suite, um, and there's a lot of people in the hotel room. Just they for the first couple. Strippers in no, the I hotel don't think room. they're in the hotel room. You don't think so? No, I, I, because I think they are. I think for the first couple they are, but then I think it changes because there's a that's a hotel room. Oh yeah, you're right. You're absolutely that's right. That's a large hotel room. You're right. You're right. So the clips we see are it's, the, at, it's their suite. There's it's another suite. clip of Alan with that same um, lady of the night. We'll same lady, say. but she's like taking care of him. It's almost like and he's passed out and he has a bandage on his hand. And you're right. It has to be later because of this next shot. His Stu, tooth is out. Yeah. So we yeah. see uh, Ed Helms stew. And he's smiling and he's missing his tooth, which we know from the movie that he woke up with a missing tooth. Yep. Uh, you know what? This, I just realized something. Maybe this is going backwards. Maybe it's chronologically backwards from... I don't think so. Does it Does it jump around, you think? Yeah, okay. I feel like it jumps all over the place. Because yeah. it kind of makes sense if you think about it right now, because they did they do wake up in their suite, right? right. So at this point, they would have had to have passed out, and maybe right. everybody just left. Yeah, maybe that is the case. Maybe it, we'll, we'll see. We'll figure it out here together. Yeah. This is a very important, very important uh, research we're doing here. So yeah, we see Stu. Well, first I did couple just sh- say it was a scientific podcast. That's right. Uh, sorry, we saw Alan for the first couple shots. Now we see Stu with his tooth missing, uh, with his arm around a stripper, or maybe they're just party girls, but they probably are strippers. And then we also saw uh, Ken Jeong's yes. character, Plays who, Mr. Chow, Mr. Chow, uh, who, not not aged well. I feel like that character. Uh, yes, he does. Everything is like a, is like a raw. The the R's and the L's. It's like. Yeah, it's very... But he is Asian, so I don't know if that's okay for him to do it. I don't know the rules. I don't know. I mean, the rules seem like... It doesn't seem okay to me. It's not It's not Rob Schneider doing an Asian accent. Right. So. Which is, yes. That's. <laughs> it's it's Tenjong, who we know is like kind of like their adversary in the movie. But at one point, we find out he's partying with them. And we see another stripper kind of dancing with him. He's got his leg up in the air. He's having a good time. Oh, and we see our first credits. We're not going to go through all these credits, obviously. No, this is our end Because they're so end credits. But I will say these, though. Unit production manager, David A. Siegel. First assistant director, Jeffrey J.P. Wetzel. Second assistant director, Paul P. or Paul B. Schneider. Those are the first three credits we see in the end credits. Right. So, so it's almost like they're very important because yes. Todd Phillips already got his credit at the beginning. Jeff- and, then, and Jeffrey J.P. Wetzel, of course, of the uh, Wetzel's Pretzels uh, absolutely. dynasty. Don't, yeah, don't the, fact uh, check us on that, but yeah. it's probably true. And then it goes into the cast credits after this. So we don't have to say, say those. Okay, and the next shot in that hotel room is Bradley Cooper. He is holding a lollipop in his mouth over one of the same girl that was in the picture with Ed Helms. And he's got 
the stick side of the lollipop in his mouth and he's feeding her a lollipop. <laughs> yeah, which is a weird thing. I, I don't think this is a thing that has really ever happened. I, you don't think anyone's ever fed anyone a lollipop like that? May, maybe, but it just seems very strange. But I guess it did happen. So these three, these these three. I mean, I, I everyone excludes Justin Bartha. I always kind of feel bad that yeah. Justin Bartha is kind of like, because he wasn't in the movie that much, but he's one of the four guys, yeah, but it's yeah. the three guys. It's the three guys. It's so, you know, this was like before Zach, this, this made them all huge. I would this say this made them all superstars. This made them superstars for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like Bradley Cooper was already kind of on his way, but this launched him. I, I guess you're right. This probably was. I, I I think he was far from the shallows back then, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> I just want to look at you, Max. Just want to look at you. Uh, all right, yeah. So let's carry on here. Yeah, I guess Bartha's not in any no photos so far. So he must have already been on the roof. You're right. So you're, so you're right. We might be going back. I think we are. Like we might be going through the end of the night to the beginning of the night. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Kind of makes sense okay. because okay. So we just saw some shots. It looks like they're in the like, the lobby. Yeah, and they're yeah they're with the showgirl who the showgirl. No, they're still in the the room. Oh, here. you're right there. And Barth is there. So this and he looks very worse for wear. You're right. So maybe this is right where he passes out. Uh-huh. And Alan looks like he's about ready to pass out. <laughs> yeah. So um, and they're posing with the showgirl who clearly came up to the room with them. She's got the big like uh, feathery pink, feathery head peacock piece. thing. Yeah, yes, the peacock yeah. hat basically. Yeah. Okay, yes, you're right. They are still in the room. Yeah, and there's a few shots of those with them, and it looks like Mr. Chow is stealing Alan's little purse man bag. Actually, I can't remember. Yeah, maybe he's going through it. Satchel? But you remember in the the big plot point is that he's missing $80,000. So maybe that was his bag of $80,000? Because Justin Bartha ends up with it at the end of the movie. Could He's be. like, I, I have the money. Yeah. Yes. So anyways. I think you're right that this is going from the end of the night to the beginning of I the night. I think so, because the next thing we're going to see is that they're at the strip club, I believe. Yes. And so we get cast credits popping up here. All the, you know, it yeah. starts with the four guys and then... Phil, top billing for Bradley Cooper. And then we see uh, Jade, he- played by Heather Graham, who's the stripper who we're about to see in these pictures here. Yep. Heather Graham becomes uh, Ed Helms's lady. Okay, so we yeah. see a few shots of Ed Helms kind of like dancing with Heather Graham, who's on stage. Yep, she's got dollar bills in her uh, in her in her panties. Yes, she does. And yeah. Are you okay uh, with that word, panties? Is that or- panties is the least offensive thing you've said okay. so far? So that's fine. <laughs> um, so this role was originally offered to Lindsay Lohan. I read that. Yeah, and she <laughs> she turned it down because she thought the movie would bomb. Yeah, no, I think I saw the quote was that the the script showed no potential or something like that. The script can't go anywhere or something. Something really like condescending and pretentious that she had no right to say. So uh, we've had Lindsay Lohan on the podcast. We haven't had her personally well, yeah, on the she's, podcast. She's not we, been here. That'd be did, great. Actually, we did. Those are one of the last end credits we did, or a few end credits ago. We did Freaky Friday end credits. That was one of my faves, actually. But this is just a teaser for our next episode. Lindsay Lohan will be coming up again. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good tea. I can't even think of. I can't even think of how. But all right. Um, another actress who was considered for this uh, role of Jade is uh, Malin Ackerman. Uh, was she? She's in- hilarious. She was in that. Um, what was the Ben Stiller movie that was? That's the one where uh, the where they go on vacation, the honeymoon. That was, was that. That was really funny. Yeah, the Heartbreak Kid. The Heartbreak the Kid. Heartbreak it was a remake, kid. I think. Yeah, and yeah, 
Was that a, was that a a Fairly Brothers movie or, or I not? I think so. I think it was. That one was really funny, actually. Yeah, early early Danny McBride in that movie. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Who the hell directed that movie? Yeah, it was the Fairly Brothers. Okay, cool. Anyway, yeah, Glad we got that so, out of the way. Malin, Malin Ackerman considered, Lindsay Lohan turned down, uh, and while we're talking about people who considered these roles, mm. uh, let's go through some of the the, the fellas. Here. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Max, gotta, it's always it's like the biggest stars in Hollywood. Yeah, Gary and I always talk <laughs> laugh about this because every time we do a movie, we say people considered for these main roles. It's always like, yeah, like the four or five biggest it, people yeah. in Hollywood at the time. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio, Matthew right. McConaughey. <laughs> I wish DiCaprio was considered. For, DiCaprio was probably like, "This is my life. Yeah. I don't want this on screen." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, so for the role of Alan, who is Zach Galifianakis' role, Jack Black turned it down. That made that Jack Black would have been great. Yeah. Um, briefly considered were Jonah Hill, okay, Jake Gyllenhaal. Hmm, that's kind of weird. Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. I kind of want to see a version of all of those. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine Gyllenhaal because I. I feel like he it would be hilarious for some reason. Yeah, I don't know about that. For the role of Phil, who is uh, Bradley Cooper's Mis- role, Mister Cool, Paul Rudd apparently turned it down. Hmm. These guys were considered Josh Lucas, okay, uh, Vince Vaughn, okay. Josh Hartnett, and Ethan Embry. Huh. Okay. Ethan Embry, who was in Vegas Vacation. Yeah, yeah. And for the role of Stu, which was Ed Helms' character, Jeremy Piven, Piven turned down the role. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a Piven. Yeah, that would actually. That you know what? Piven kind of played uh, an Ed Helms character in um, that really dark comedy where they go to Vegas and he kills the hooker. Oh, what's that called? But really bad. Things? Very bad very things. Very bad things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was. That's the, so I guess I could kind of see that. Yeah. Um, so also considered were Brecken Meyer, Seth Rogen, and Will Ferrell. Okay. So kind of like the who's who of Todd Phillips's, uh, yeah, like yeah. Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell, two on the nose for yeah, this movie. I think. Totally. I think, totally. I think part of what made it so good was that they weren't people we were so familiar with on screen. And apparently, they were kind of like buddies too, a little bit, and then they became like really close friends on the set, which is just a nice story. Yeah, just, just it's wonder- like the opposite of how this podcast has gone. <laughs> we've just grown apart the more we've done it. We used to be friends. Yeah. Now, between takes, I just I just glare at you, angry. You, th- you think we'd do takes on this? No. We no? <laughs> Should we go back and take that I'm again? A- you wanna- <laughs> it just sounded cool to say between takes. <laughs> All right, check the dates. Okay. All right, so we just had a good little series yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So we... Ha- we're in the strip club now, we, which we pointed out because Ed Helms is with Heather Graham. But this is like the the Bradley Cooper Phil montage where he gets three shots in a row of a stripper on his lap. And she exposes her breasts, her crotches in his face. And Alan kind of looks just completely disinterested sitting next to him. And the next couple shots are a stripper, a different one, kind of an older, very fake breasts, uh, cooter looking chick. And he's just not... He's I, I couldn't tell what he was doing, but he's not paying attention to her at all. He's like... He's like looking at something. It was his pager. Oh, it was his pager. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, that makes sense. I couldn't. That made. I I couldn't tell what it was, but uh, yeah, he's looking at his pager the whole time. And then we get another shot. It cuts away, and we're back to Ed Helms and Heather Graham, and he's like about ready to kiss her while she's dancing on stage. Yeah, he's kind. Of, yeah, he's kind of. Climbed he's totally the in love. He's mesmerized. Yeah, yeah. he's been. I, I've seen. I've seen guys like this at the strip club. Not me. Uh-huh. Not me. <laughs> but like friends, I know. Good cover. I, I have to say that. I've never had a night in Vegas like this. Uh, not like this, of course. But you haven't been to a strip club where in Vegas, like in all of your years, where it's just like 
Because like if you go, I was just at a bachelor party recently. If my wife is listening, just go and turn this off for like 30 seconds. And when you go into the strip She's club. She's turned it up now. <laughs> when you walk <laughs> into the strip club. Your poor listening. <laughs> and especially if they see it's a big bachelor party. They um, all the girls immediately come over like like it, it, like they just they come hound you like it's it's crazy like and, and they'll immediately sit on your lap they're like oh hey what do you do and then it's all the same thing they come sit on your lap they they're like okay you have a drink you want to get a dance you want to get a lap dance and you're like no 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 just got here that want to get a drink want to just hang out for like a few minutes before I get hounded like this so I could see that I mean that it happens all the time but then after a drink or two all the guys are at the stage or you know doing what Phil was doing. Uh, accidentally marrying a stripper? <laughs> no, no, that, that's Stu. Phil, oh, just, oh, sit, oh, just sitting Phil. there with a stripper in his face, yeah. Anyways, okay. carry on. Yeah, Sarah, you can start listening again, <laughs> I guess. Okay. All right, so there is a Very- problem there with the, with, the, with the timeline. Why? Because it, we're at the strip club. And it, oh, you're and right. He did, and he has his teeth. Right, so yeah. it's like okay, it is back in time, but then it, it's going. You see him progressively, like getting dared by Phil to pull his tooth out, and he finally pulls his tooth out. So right with some pliers, with some pliers, yeah. yeah. And he's a dentist in the movie. You're right, and you know what? I'm thinking about some stuff that we're gonna get to later, and it, yeah, it's, yeah. So it, it's, it's not all over the, the, the timeline is all over the place because yeah. there it just it just reversed, ha- and now. How many times are we going to go back and forth saying it's chronological <laughs> and then it's all over the place? But I mean, that was chronological because that showed the little mini story of how he pulled his tooth out. It was like he was thinking about it and then Alan it was next to, or sorry, Phil was like egging him on and he finally pulls it out and now Alan's like laughing about it and you can see that at Helms it looks crazy. His mouth is bloody and Heather Graham is like, what the fuck did you just do? And he's holding his tooth in the pliers. <laughs> it's so crazy. And if so you remember funny. in the movie at the beginning, when they wake up, he notices, he notices his tooth is gone. It's in Alan's pocket. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Alan must have grabbed the tooth from him there and put it in his And pocket. held on to it. Let's talk about the missing tooth for a minute. Okay. So that's real. That's Ed, right. Ed Helms has a dental implant because he never had an, atu- uh, an adult tooth grow in. That's right. Which and, is uh, very weird, but... I've heard him say that if you if you watch the season of The Office he was on when he was shooting this, so he was he was shooting this movie at night and okay. then going back to L.A. and shooting The Office during the day. Like it was, it was wow, crazy that's hardcore. Schedule. Yeah, yeah. But because he was doing that and he didn't have his tooth in, he had to wear like fake teeth for The Office. And if you look closely, like his mouth is weird during that, that season, season or I think whatever. It was like season four, <laughs> but I'm not I'm not sure. But. If you, you can go look it up and then go like look okay. out for how his mouth is kind of I watch The Office all the time, so I'll keep a lookout for that. I do too. Um, we might be doing those credits soon. Yeah. We might be getting the itch for that. Just a little teaser. I'm not even sure if that was The Office theme song. Let's see what happens here. Right, okay, so the, we get it some street shots. We got some street shots. Everybody knows when you're walking on the Vegas streets, you, you clown around, you have some antics. Not everybody does, everybody. Gary, because I have not had this experience. <laughs> so Justin Barth is like laying on top of like the uh, flyer newspaper machines, and then uh, Alan is the rusty. smut the smut the machines. Smut machines I call yeah. them. It's always smut, smutty, very smutty. And those people that like hit hit the flyers those and flappers, ha- yeah. yeah. I call them smut peddlers. So they are smut peddlers, yes. Yeah. They, they hand out the $47 specials for an escort or whatever. Um, wow, you know the exact rates, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it varies. It varies. Okay. Uh, and then Alan is resting his head on a parking meter, I think is what it was. Yeah. 
and then you see Ed Helms chugging some tequila, and then the very next shot is him barfing up said tequila. Right. And then now we're at uh, they're on a cop car. Yeah. And what does it say? Thirty five ninety five Sunday through Thursday in the background. Is that yeah. like a parking thing? Yeah. No, I think it's probably some sign for something, some buffet. At, okay, in maybe Vegas. right. Yeah. And they're like they're they have it done somehow. Justin Bartha does, and they're like fake arresting a hot girl in a white dress. Alan is, and then I guess Phil or is that who's bent over on the uh, on the cop car there? Um, I don't know who that is. Oh, I guess Stu. I guess that's yeah, Stu. It's yeah, Ed Helms, and then yeah, who Phil, are they arresting? Phil is here? in the back. It's just some random blonde chick. Yeah. I, I don't think she's in the movie. Yeah, but you know that in the movie they end up with a cop car the next day, right? Maybe my okay, possibly so, my favorite part of the credits right it, there. It's my, that's it might be mine too. <laughs> so we go from another shot in front of the cop car. Uh-huh. Justin Bartha still what holding the, the uh, shotgun. What does the license plate say on the cop car? Five TD Zerp. Yeah, I don't think it's okay. To say nothing. Anything. Okay, I, yeah. I didn't know if that was a meaning. Good looking out, Gary. I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> so he's grabbing his crotch while holding the shotgun. That's Bartha. Yep. Yeah, and then it skips to inside a casino somewhere. At a slot machine. At a slot machine. There's this lovely old woman. It's either a slot machine or like a poker machine. Look, looks like a woman that you see in Vegas at the slot machines. A- any casino you walk into. Yeah, and she probably was. Yep. She's and 50 or 60 years old. Uh, striped shirt. Just total. Just on a trip with her with her family, probably. Her husband. Or maybe not. Maybe she lives there and she just goes to the That's casino true. regularly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Zach Galifianakis is sitting right next to her watching her play. He's sidled up next to her. And then it cuts to a picture of the two of them posing for the camera with his arm around him. yeah he made a friend at the slots basically yeah they're either in these credits actually really drunk or really good at doing fake they, drunk they look faces. like they're hammered because yeah. they, ha- they have kind of like the sweaty uh like oily face Apparently, their eyes are their eyes are cloudy well bradley cooper isn't because he I, I read that he stopped drinking when he was 29 i think yeah he's yeah. sober yeah yeah but like he actually helped bradley or he, he helped brad pitt get sober it was a recent story in the news oh really yeah oh um, are you glad that neither of them had a dollar sign in their name when yes, you were typing that very, story? Very, very okay. happy. Brad Pitt is very easy to write. So is Bradley Cooper. No exclamation point in print. In Pitt. <laughs> no, like three for the E or anything. There should be, though. I, he, he's one person who could have an exclamation point in his if, name. If Brad Pitt changed his last name to P exclamation point TT, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Dalphinakis looks just absolutely trashed here. Yeah. He, he and, looks but, hilariously hammered i just love and this woman is so amazing because you know they just went up like we're making a movie so we can yeah, take a can picture sign this you. waiver yeah, you can be the right. end credits of this right. movie yeah it's really funny and they weren't like and i love that you can see that her cigarettes there too because one of the one of the pure joys of vegas is that you can smoke in the casinos very liberating and she's taking full advantage of it it's y- nice you is that where you your smoking habit I, just goes and i let the i don't smoke but in vegas i smoke Okay. Just let the cigarettes fly. Just ripping, burning heaters left and right. It is fun. All right. Then hit pause. I've got something to okay. point out here. Okay. There was a whole series there. There was a series, but before we get to that, uh-huh. uh, I know we're not supposed to talk about the credits because we, you know, there's so many of them. Don't do it, Gary. But we see here a key grip. Yes. There's a key drip. Sean yes. Patrick Crowell. Yes. Shout key. out to Sean Patrick Crowell. There's also a rigging key grip. Yep. And there's a best boy grip and a dolly grip. Uh, key grips are very important on this podcast. If this, is, if this is your first time listening, you'll find out why later. Yep. yep. Um, 
But just wanted to point that. I don't think we've ever pointed out a key grip on the credits before. No, this so is we a, this actually is official. Have this is very exciting. The inspiration our first, for our storing system. Is, yeah, is this right is our, there. Our first key grip. Sean experience. Patrick Crowell. If you're out there, good shout out to you, buddy. Yeah, and also no disrespect. No disrespect whatsoever. We just don't know what we you don't do. know what you do. Right. We don't care. But yes. you're there, and you're yeah. in this movie credits. So what did we see on the screen other than the key grip? Uh, it was a series of Alan. Uh, debauchery i guess he is shooting a gun or holding a gun outside of a gambling el corte i don't know where that's at but yeah or el cortez el cortez maybe like it's a hotel and casino you see a gambling sign and then you go inside and he is rolling craps with the boys and also mr chow is there and he must be winning because everyone's cheering especially justin bartha and then mr chow is hugging him he he has this determined drunk look on his face uh alan does <laughs> he makes the best face mr chow is kissing him on the cheek there's a there's a guy with a really psycho look on his face right behind bradley cooper <laughs> yeah it's a like good it's, face it's an old guy with like a tie and his eyes are just bugging out of his head if out of the uh the four i guess i'll say four uh hangover guys which one are you most likely like in when you go to vegas uh in my mind i'm i'm probably most like Bradley Cooper. Yeah, but, but uh, attire-wise, I think you're more like Alan. <laughs> <laughs> attire-wise, definitely Alan. But I would probably end up actually being like Doug, the guy who gets hurt or lost or ends up you know, in the, in the most uh, precarious situation. So definitely not Stu, though. I'm not, I'm not a Stu. I, I, don't, I don't like wine and like, keep the group from... like. No, you're a party animal. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you like yeah. to party. Exactly. Actually, you know what? Bradley Cooper ends up in the hospital, and I've ended up in the hospital a couple times. After. In Vegas? Not in Vegas. No, uh, no, but just, just in, in, general. in general. Yeah, that's healthy. My first, uh, <laughs> my first couple months in LA, I was went to the Beer Olympics, which is just a you know party, and I was sitting on a tennis court net for some reason because I was hammered, and my legs just went under the net, and I landed flat in my face, and my tooth went through my bottom lip, and I ended up in the ER or whatever. The you're stew. It's. I mean, not, <laughs> no, not not characteristic wise, but, but like tooth problem. Yes, yeah. Anyway, so there you go. I have never had anything like that happen to me. Ever. I, I wasn't even going to ask you because <laughs> I knew you didn't. I knew you didn't. Okay, so we get another series of photos. They're in a limo. Well, for, before that, we saw Alan was passed out on the, an empty craps table. Right. Just very quick. He's passed out like off and on throughout the series. So yeah. he must be going in and out of consciousness. <laughs> right. They're just dragging him around yeah. to different places. Yeah. And then after that, you, what, we end up in a, uh, a limo, it looks like. Which, if, you, if you've ever been to Vegas and you ever go to any club, especially a strip club, you can find deals to get in a limo like no problem whatsoever. You just talk to some guy on the street. They're like, hey, where are you guys going? Going to Crazy Girls? Are you going to Treasures? Blah, blah, blah. I got a limo for you, and you can just immediately hop into a limo for, for free. I mean, you tip the driver 20 bucks or whatever, and then you're there. So we see a, a series of shots of them in a limo, but there's already there's girls in the limo. Yeah. So they must have had a flock of... Do you sh- think this was after they made all the money gambling? or It seems like it. It seems like it. Yeah. So then they're... Part then of they're, me feels like a lot of the debauchery happened after... I don't know. It's... Yeah. Maybe they won a lot of money, and that's where the, that, that's how it goes. You win a lot of money... And then you move on and go party. So, so okay. While we're talking about money here, I want to take it to the real world for a little bit. Um, <laughs> Todd Phillips uh, hit the jackpot with this movie. Okay, yeah, of course, yeah. So initially, he forfeited. He was he was he'd made a few big movies, mm-hmm. big comedy movies. He his rate was six point five million to direct. He forfeited his salary for this movie for points. Wow. So so. 
That's a uh, bold move. Sixteen percent of the film's gross. So this is combined with DVD sales, he earned seventy-five million gross revenue off the first movie alone. Sixteen percent was what he went with yeah. instead of the money. Yeah, that's a huge percentage. That's actually from the smart. entire franchise because there were two sequels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 150 million holy lord that's awesome meanwhile the four main actors all combined for the first movie made less than one million dollars because the first movie they probably just all got signed on for cheap to do yeah, a for, summer for nothing but there was never and also by the way this is all from the internet i don't yeah. know how well the budget was only 35 but, million so it made sense right that they didn't but uh there wasn't usually there's like a contract for sequels and stuff when you're making movies like this yeah. but there wasn't so obviously they all cashed in majorly for the sequels yeah which is actually um, really smart that they didn't have a... If they would have had a contract that said, like, okay, and then for the second movie, you make this, and the third movie, that they would have got totally fucked. So, that's good on their um, part. The script was written by John Lucas and Scott Moore initially, and they sold the script to Warner Brothers for $2 million. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if they got screwed. Or unless they got to write the, the sequels, probably, too. Oh, I'm not sure. I didn't look into I think, that. I think they did. Oh. I think they did, yeah. If you know... Uh, you can reach out to us on our socials on Instagram. We're credit score podcast on Twitter. We're credit score. Gary's favorite is the email credit score podcast at gmail.com. I check it all the time. You can tell us if we're wrong uh, with any yeah, of these facts. Hit us you can some tell fun us some facts. new facts. Yeah. yeah. We'll, um, yeah. Tell us how much you love me and how much you hate Gary. No, I will, no, no, no. I will no, post no. that everywhere on our socials. That would be a, a bold faced uh, lie. If you say bold that, face. I will screenshot it and i will post it on instagram i will All post right, it on twitter fair. i would i will send it to our email list yeah if you yeah. want max to us to do that then go right ahead and lie go ahead that's not lying yeah all right so what do we see now we get through that that little series of limo shots yeah let's hear let's let's look at this next let's let this next series play <laughs> okay, so we saw about three or four pictures there with Carrot Top, mm -hmm. the famous uh, finest prop comedian. Yep, he. I mean, joke. Vegas is finest, but he is he's been a there forever. Staple there, yeah, and he is loaded because of it. Yep, and he makes a lot of money. What, what are the biggest Vegas acts? There's like Carrot Top, Wayne Newton, Wayne Newton. Who we'll see later. Yep, in these credits. David Copperfield. Yeah, the Osmonds. Mm -hmm. Celine Dion lately is DJs. Yeah, there's a bunch of DJs. of DJs. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to think of the ones you see signs of all. Uh, Paula Poundstone or Paula Patton. Yeah. Or, no, Poundstone. That's it. Uh, a lot of like hypnotists who yeah. you wouldn't know the names yeah, of, but true. they're like famous they're in Vegas. There. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we see him. Uh, the whole crew is with Carrot Top, apparently, uh, seemingly in his hotel room. It looks like they're in a room, like with Carrot yeah, Top. Yeah. And or backstage at a show, maybe. I don't and know. they're all, and, and, he, and then Carrot Top's doing blow at the end. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it, right? Cocaine. Uh, yes, cocaine for the to the layperson. To those of us who have not gone to Vegas, and, and then it cuts away from there, and now we're in a tattoo slash uh, piercing shop, mm -hmm. and Alan is getting his belly button pierced with everyone crowded uh, gathered around him. Yeah, the the wolf pack is gathered around him. So it ends that series. What it ends with a close up of Zach Galifianakis' <laughs> big belly hanging out with this giant uh, piercing from like his belly button all the way under his like uh, his belt, his flap, really his his belly flap. His belly button's huge too. Yeah, he's a very hairy belly. Yeah, and this we know that this must be after the strip club because uh, Ed Helms' tooth is out. Okay, so, so we're jumping all over the we're place. We're jumping all over the it's place. It's official, yeah. and he does have his bag too. His man bag, his man purse. Yeah. Um, since we're hearing some more of uh, Flowrider singing in a lot in the background here, 
in case you don't know what the song is about, he explained to MTV News that the song is about a young lady. She, this is a quote from okay. him, is about a young lady. She might be in the strip club and she's got my head spinning around. <laughs> or any young lady that I might see walking past me that's getting my attention. She got it going on. I'm going crazy over her. I might go to the club and make it rain in the club on her because she got it going on. Wow, what what a what a poet! <laughs> I might start a side podcast that just reading like serious readings of Flow Rider quotes. Flow Rider's his interviews, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For real, she got it going on. I might follow her and make it rain. That is great. All right, let's listen to some more Flow Rider and see what the next series of pictures is. Okay, so as we mentioned, Wayne Newton uh, makes his appearance in these credits. There's Don't a series shame. of photos. First, they're just kind of like sitting with him drinking. It's like they just met him, basically. Yeah. yeah, like, hey, let's buy you a drink, Wayne. And then with each photo, Stu seems to be, be arguing with him. Yeah, they get into an argument. He gets progressively more pissed off. And then by the end, he throws a punch. At Wayne Newton. And it's hard to tell if it lands or if Wayne has ducked it. Because yes. his head is kind of back. Yes. So. Um. That's not referenced in the movie at all. I don't. Think. I don't think so. It's no, a nice there's... little bonus. Same with carrot. Wasn't I don't think carrot top was. Yeah, there. true. And then now we see uh, we've we've moved on from that, and uh, Dallas is in the fountain in front of Caesar's, I believe. And on the right side of the screen, there's all a bunch of credits, and we don't care about them because we're looking at pictures. Yeah, but the foley artists are getting their are getting their love right now. Oh, that's important. Yeah, yeah. Fo- foley mixers too. Whoever did the the door sound when the door hit the baby's head. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly. that's good stuff. That was probably uh, Allison D. Moore. Thank you, Allison. Could have been Hilda Hodges, though. Yeah, it could have been uh, David Fine or John Roche. <laughs> I like how we didn't care. We named all the Foley artists. <laughs> uh, now he's swimming in the fountain. Okay, so then we get... this is I have an issue with this. Me too. I, I, probably the same thing. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, when they were looking at the pictures, and he said, do we find out why I went to the hospital? Uh, now we've got shots of Bradley Cooper in the hospital. Yep. But we don't find out why he's in the hospital. It's, it's we just see that he's in the hospital. To be fair, though, he goes, I want to find out how I was in the hospital. Is that in there? And all all Alan says is, oh, yeah, that's in there. So maybe he was just like, You're, the hospital picks are in there, but we don't find out how you ended up in there. So. I don't know. I think it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake, too. I think it's a mistake. They should have shown him getting clubbed in the head or something. or Because if you go back, he has a bandage around his head. He's bandaged around his head. He's got blood on his gown. And and, his... and on his hand as well. And and Stu and Alan are just like looking at the camera. By the way, who's taking this photo? I guess it would have to be Justin Bartha, I guess. Right? Yeah, or just one of the, the yeah, doctors one of the, or nurses. Yeah, that's true. We're like, yeah. okay, you psychopaths. Yep. And then Bradley Cooper is unconscious in most of the pictures. And the last one, he is chugging from a bottle. Or he's holding a bottle. And he's pointing uh, at his blood, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And Alan, once again, looks just completely hammered. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, his eyes are slits. They're like, there's red around them. All right. And then we move on from there. And Mr. Chow is being held like a baby uh, by a, a thick black woman. Is that fair to say? He's being held by a baby, like a baby... Yeah, with a woman we don't haven't seen in the credits yet or no, just a random woman. Yeah, just a random yeah. woman. <laughs> See? And then and the next shot was Okay. The next shot was the same woman with Mr. Chow looking like she was giving him a blowjob, I guess, or did I did they I They were on they were on the hood of his car? Yeah. His his uh SUV? Yeah. And so it's like she's holding him like a bit. Ba- oh, I guess I guess she's just hugging him. But her her ass is exposed. Yeah. 
and he's kind of pressing her head against his he's belly. up on the hood of the car she's yeah. standing up against the hood yeah. yeah and we know from the movie that mr chow uh ten john's penis is incredibly small yes just a side note so maybe that's why he's not getting a blowjob <laughs> okay <laughs> and then we cut to the top of the hotel yep. with uh this where- is wh- go ahead this is where they they prank justin barth's dud character by moving his mattress to the roof and leaving him there which they forget about right, the right. next morning so we see justin bartha up there passed out on the the mattress and you can see you can see the skyline or the vegas strip a little bit it looks like is that the trump hotel uh on, yes that is yeah. trump on the left yep and you can see the wind uh, that's a the, shame you can see the wind in the encore in and the background treasure island it looks like yep that makes sense that's kind of on the um because they're in caesars yeah that's like the opposite end of the strip of like uh mgm so yeah uh, that, that made sense they're at caesars vegas is kind of a magical place it, it really it is really is it's, I love it, it should not exist and it does it's, and it's, it's just awesome. yeah so great should we go after this? i dude i'm I down hop in the car i am down <laughs> So the next shot is Zach Galifianakis um, humping uh, a passed out Doug. Not really. Well, miming. Or well, or, I mean, or, it's a photo. So yes, yeah, he's not. He's miming that he's humping him. There, he's, yes, yeah. And then the next shot is the. Let's uh, go to this next series. Yes, let's do it. So the next series is Mike Tyson, who was featured in the movie. He was featured. They've somehow broken into his house. Yes. <laughs> and they're in his bedroom. He's asleep with, with a, a, a young girl. She looks pretty young. Young blonde woman. Yeah. Yes. Don't say girl. It makes it seem wrong. She it's seems a, really young. It's a young but, blonde woman. Yeah. She's probably 25, um, 22. As we know from the movie, they have broken on to into his home and stolen a tiger yes that he they, owns. they take his tiger his yeah. pet tiger yes and Stu and and uh and phil are laughing and saying like shushing the the camera and then Stu, i'm sorry phil pretends to punch him yeah and then and then it cuts away and like justin barthes doug is riding on a tiger for the kids uh, mike tyson was a boxer he <laughs> <laughs> mike tyson the most famous boxer of all time other than maybe muhammad ali and uh alan is playing with the tiger as well like kind of frolicking with the tiger. So I've got some really good Mike Tyson quotes from the internet oh, for his go. experience with this movie. Um, this is from the the Hollywood Reporter's oral history of The Hangover, which is a fun read if you can go read it. So this is Mike Tyson. Somebody had told me something about him. Sorry, somebody had told me <laughs> something about a movie, but I wasn't coherent as to what he was talking about. They made it sound like it was a low budget, not a serious movie. Uh, he ran into them at a party before they were shooting the movie and... He said, they, they said, we're going to be shooting a movie with you in two weeks. I didn't even know. I said, really? And I started drinking with them. I was a little wasted at the time. I still didn't understand the movie until like a week and a half later when I was on set with these guys. That's hilarious. When he's saying they, he means like the wolf pack? Yeah, he like okay. ran into them at a party. Justin Bartha was dating one of the Olsen twins mm, at the time, so mm. he ran into them. He also revealed later that he appeared in the film to fund his drug habit wow. and that he was high on cocaine when he filmed his scenes. That sounds about right. He later said that working on the film convinced him to change his lifestyle. Huh. Interesting. Because he yeah. knew he could get back into it. Yeah. Oh, I guess man. so. Yeah. He was you like, know, it Todd, did kind of like uh, bring him back into the limelight and give him some new life. Todd right? Phillips gets a lot of flack these days. Mm-hmm. And look at look what he's done. He's done a lot of good things for these. Was it because of the sequence where the Joker dances down the stairs to jock jams? <laughs> That's part of it. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's part of it. Hey. Nominated for a lot of, lot I, of Oscars. I loved it. I love that movie. I know that people <laughs> okay. disagree with me, but I thought it was great. And I think the Academy might agree with me as well. 
Which maybe isn't a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> not, not necessarily. <laughs> okay. So don't laugh yet. We'll, we'll get to that part. All right. So we see a series of photos of them with the tiger, kind of like getting the tiger out of the mansion, yep. wrestling with the tiger, the tiger in the police car that they had stolen earlier in the back seat. So that's how they and get it the all sets out. it up for this, where you happen to pause it. <sighs> oh, okay, <laughs> there is a shot of Zach Alvanakis, Alan, in an hotel elevator, and there's a random old woman giving him oral sex. I think I think the this woman's uh, listed name, her credit is Latin Grandma. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I looked it up. I'm pretty sure Latin Grandma is what she is credited as. And she is uh, sucking uh, Alan's uh, Don't prosthetic dick. Okay, it's his prosthetic dick. Yeah. I, I, I it, won't bleep it because you put prosthetic in there. It's not his real. It's not Alan's real dong. It's a prosthetic. And from what I read, he was very embarrassed to do this scene. More embarrassed than the woman that actually is sucking the prosthetic penis. There's two shots. There's one where she's actually doing it, yeah. and then there's one. Where, where she's holding they, it. Where they both are looking <laughs> at the camera, smiling while she's holding it. <laughs> And you can kind of see the nervous, the nervous embarrassment on Zach Galifianakis' face, and she looks just totally fine. <laughs> God, Jesus Christ! Uh, by the way, this—the fact that this is in the credits—and we talked about the R rating. Yes, this typically I feel like would get it. Maybe because like it's an erect a, penis. What's the next one, like a the X. Uh, NC seventeen. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But I guess it made it because it's in the credits. The only people who really care about credits are you and me, Gary. That's true. Yeah, people are... And our loyal <laughs> listeners. I mean, I think they got away with it because it was a prosthetic dick, I think, to be honest. It has to be. It's a dildo, so... Still, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I mean, are. we're looking at it right now on YouTube, so how is that, how is that illegal? True, Usually, true. they take this shit down. Um, so, a, a couple more quotes from that The Hollywood Reporter interview. Uh, Zach Alanex said, you would think I wouldn't be the one who was embarrassed. I was extremely embarrassed. <laughs> like you, you said, I really didn't even want it in there. I offered Todd's Todd Phillips' assistant a lot of money to convince him to take it out of the movie. <laughs> I did, but it made it in there. Oh, that's funny. And then he talks about finding picking the prosthetic, and he says, "All of a sudden, you're picking out rubber dildos to find which one to use, <laughs> and there's like nine of them. I don't think that's too. I think that one's too small, and this one. So <laughs> no, the penis wasn't mine. Is just what he's letting everyone know. Oh, uh, it's great. It's very funny. It's very funny. Yeah, I mean, in, in a. Uh, in a, the crudest possible way. And I love it. This poor woman. I guess no, she's, she's I mean, she, fine. She knew what she was doing. She she's knew what in, she was she's doing. She's an it. old she's actress. On, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And it's a prosthetic. Oh, there's another shot of her sucking, too. Oh, there's multiple. Yeah, I, there, there's, I thought there's, there was only two. No, there's two more at the end. One where it's like a close-up of her, and then the other is kind of further away. <laughs> and where Zach Galvanax actually looks embarrassed, and he's like, can we stop can this, we please? Pl he's like yeah. holding his hand, like, please stop shooting this. Yeah, this is enough. That's enough. Yeah. The final okay. four, the final four snapshots were at the wedding chapel. They have their, uh, you know, powder blue or what's that called? Yeah. Uh, light blue powder blue suits yeah, on, kind of Dumb and Dumber style, exactly blue, from the eighties. Yeah, 80s. yeah. Uh, and it's it's Ed Helms is getting married to uh, Stu's getting married to Jade, Heather mm -hmm. Graham's character. And at one point, it looks like he's having a serious talk with Alan, who, if you remember, they don't really get along in the movie that well. And then at the end, it's the shot of all four of them. 
Is, is the Shadow Ball four of them just them at the end, or is Heather Graham in it too? It's just the four of them. Just the four of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, that's it's right. first she's, they're holding her. Yep, that's right. And then it cuts to uh, her on the back of Ed Helms. Yep. Uh, holding, holding up, up her, her wedding, wedding ring, ring pointing then, at it. Uh, Ed Helms and Zach Alphanakis sharing a little embrace and yep. hugging and holding some booze. And then, yeah, the yep, four there guys. Go. There we go. We made there. it. All in their and ruffle Kesha, Kesha's uh, unpaid singing job at the end closes yeah. it out. Pre-dollar so. sign Kesha. Yeah, pre-dollar sign. Regular pre-dollar Kesha. Sign. Yeah. Nice. That's it. We made it through those credits. It was a little bit easier than I expected it to be. Yeah, because there's, there are a lot of... A lot. Uh, they happen fast, but it's really not that long. It's only like two minutes, less than two minutes of, uh, of a slideshow. So, um, This is where Gary and I, and sometimes we have a guest, but we don't. Uh, like to pick our highlights, our lowlights. Yeah, you already f- pointed out it's just us today. Okay, I think moments. they're aware that no one has chimed in. I just want people to it's know that I am you. stuck in a room alone with you, and it, <laughs> I'm, I'm miserable. Thank He's God. He's right between us. Biscuit, a- Biscuits have been a good boy lately. He really He passed out like he is one of the characters in The Hangover right now. <laughs> He's playing. At, he's doing his finest Alan here. He does kind of look like Zach Alphanakis sometimes. That's true. They got the same facial hair. <laughs> All right, so what's your highlight? My highlight is the whole Tooth series. Oh, okay. Pull, pulling okay. the tooth. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a classic. As Alan would say, <laughs> classic. Classic. Uh, which I feel like was very overused back in 2009. Mine is the Zach Galifianakis to the photo with the woman at the, at the slot machine. Yeah. She just looks like vintage, just prototypical Vegas. Like when you walk into any, especially if you walk into a casino in the afternoon or whatever, just sitting by herself at the slot machine, happy to be there, smoking her cigarette, and he makes a friend with her. That's my favorite part. Very close second is what we just talked about at the very end where he where he's getting a blowjob and he's like you can tell he's super embarrassed and has his hand out like please stop shooting this. That's a pretty good shot because it's just so like you see how embarrassed Zach Alphen is. It looks like real. Yeah, he's like I don't want to be doing this. Why are we doing this? Yeah, for sure. I'll go into my low light. It's it's before the credits even start. It's the it's the delayed reaction of Bradley Cooper. It just drives. I've watched it like a hundred times this week, and every time Ed Helms goes, "Oh dear Lord." And he's already looking at it, and then he goes, oh, he like does, he recoils and puts his hand on his mouth. It's just, I don't like it. You're not a fan of Bradley Cooper's acting? And on that part, yes. At all? I, I just think you it don't should... like Bradley he Cooper? He either should have just... He You're either, saying that you don't like Bradley Cooper at all? No, I'm not saying that. Very, very <laughs> nice guy. And I would love to have him on the podcast to... <laughs> no shit. <laughs> think we can get him? Yeah. I think we can oh, probably sure, get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. be more than happy to come. Uh, what, what's your little what are What are the um, A Star is Born credits like? We'll do those. I, I don't know. I've actually never seen it. I've only seen this, the scene where he pisses his, his pants at the Grammys. Because I, I happened to be watching HBO one day and it was on and I I, I laughed a weird scene I laughed seen. and I laughed and I laughed and I don't think I was supposed to but no. I did but I did uh, what's your low light um I, I I'm so uncomfortable in that last sequence with that old woman <laughs> with the prosthetic dick it just makes me uncomfortable the yeah. last shot is great like I don't think we needed. You, you didn't Four need two of close-ups of her sucking? I, yeah, I don't think you even needed the prosthetic, to be honest, but that's whatever. Wait, you wanted it to be a real penis? No, I think you could have done the shots without just having, like having anything Change the angle and had her yeah, head think, be... Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it would have been just as funny. It doesn't have to be. I, I think it's pretty funny that they did it. It's just it, it's just over the line just enough where it's... It, I, I think this, the story behind it makes makes it funny for me. Like it, Knowing that Zach Alvinacker was kind of like, I don't want to do <laughs> yeah, this. This is ridiculous that's because true. he is so... I remember for him to, to be embarrassed. It's got to be pretty bad. Two thousand and nine, me definitely howled in laughter when I saw that last part. So there you go. Uh, all right. Well, would this Max? Let me just ask you real quick. Oh, do you have would, a question for would me? Would these end wait, wait, credits? Wait, 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 wait. Let me see if I can guess what the question is. Okay. Gonna be. Would these end credits 
be better if everyone in the credits was guzzling from a gallon of milk? That was not what I was going to ask oh, you, man, okay. but that would actually be pretty fun. <laughs> I like that. No, Max, would they be better with a lion? <laughs> Gary, don't roar. Gary, don't roar. He can't, he can't not do it. Um, I mean, we've got a tiger. Mm-hmm. I can only assume that it would be even better with a lion mm-hmm. and a tiger. Yep. Um, I, I agree. But yeah. where would you put said lion? I would put the lion in bed with Tyson instead of the girl. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, cuddling, he's cuddling with a yeah, lion like, and then he like, has a tiger roaming around? Because I would believe that Mike Tyson could cuddle with a lion. Yeah, I had I had two thoughts on the lion. One would be he's just sleeping with Justin Bartha on the on the roof mattress, just like chilling there. But the other, my other idea was somehow Delph and Alan had gotten a line into the lobby of this and he was swimming with him and frolicking in the in the fountain in front of Caesars. So that's where I would put a line. I like it. Either way, better with a lion, check. I like I like a swimming lion. Check, check, check. Uh, All right, what's next? So I've got a couple covers of this song for you, Gary. This uh-huh. uh, flow rider song. Right round. Yeah. This first one is kind of like a, a string cover. It's hmm. a, by a, a lady named Lindsay Sterling. Okay. Where did you hear that version? I feel uh, that feels like something that you would actually be going to see her perform, uh-huh. and you'd be like, "Oh, this is very lovely." And then all of a sudden, she would bust into that, and everyone would be like really yeah. surprised by it. It would, it would have to be like an actual talent display, and I can't see, I can't think of that being played anywhere in particular, though. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting if she was like having like this really fancy uh, concert. What, exactly. And all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all like the old people get up and like, oh yeah, oh the Florida song. <laughs> oh, I love this. Oh, oh, this is that Kesha Did, song yeah. before she was Kesha with the dollar sign. Did you know Kesha didn't get paid much for that? <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, this next one is an acapella one, which uh, is very fitting for an Ed Helms movie because he's you know from The Office. He is in his acapella group, right? Uh, here what, comes, here comes, here comes treble. treble. Yeah, here comes treble. <laughs> this was posted by Ron Swanson, which I don't think is the real name because that is, of not. course, Nick Offerman from uh, Parks and Rec. Of course, which we'll get to those credits. And you're really teasing a lot of future credits today. I just want people to keep listening. Please don't stop listening <laughs> to us. <laughs> they we, won't. we love you. They won't. Yarmouth.talent. <laughs> Yarmouth's got talent is the sign on this. Uh, this is a good time to point out that we post these clips on creditscorepodcast.com. It's in our Apple's notes. It's If you want to watch these videos, they're always fun to go check go out. Go check them out, yeah. There's always something interesting going on, like this sign that says Yarmouth's got talent. It's a very far away video, too. Very far away. Uh, I always like to see how people handle the rapping part of this song. When oh, yeah. Go ahead. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. You, you, the people laughing know these boys. Yeah. You you don't find it entertaining if you don't know them, I don't think. I don't know. I think it's okay. Yeah. I, yeah. What do they got? 6,000 views for the right round. Yeah. Let's give them a few more. Yeah. This next one is 
uh, Flo Rida's right round slowed down. Huh. Don't know why, but okay. This is like if Cher covered the song. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe? This is creepy. This this is like kind of like in a movie where someone is getting drunk or yep. on drugs. Like the song starts off normal and then it goes yep. into this. It, like so when, this would have worked in this movie. Like when Will Ferrell gets hit with the tranquilizer dart in uh, old school. Right. Like, you're crazy, right. man. You could just cue this in right when there. When you go down, down. All right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> This next one is a bedroom acoustic cover oh, by a gentleman named Ian Thomas. Why is he in a suit? I don't know. Why is this guy? And is he wearing a wig? Or he might it? be. Okay. It might be a wig. It might be real hair. But All let's right. hear what it's he has 71,000 views. So That's a lot. Yeah. You know, I've I've referenced this a lot. We've referenced this show a lot on this podcast recently because I'm binge watching it. But the Americans, he looks like Matthew Beeman, Stan Beeman's son. <laughs> yeah, you're right. People who yeah. watch the Americans, Except for he will has laugh a beard that. though. He has a beard, but the hair for sure. Yeah, uh, that's not very good. So I'm guessing he was very good at like tagging things on YouTube that made people find his video. It was probably at the prime. When was this? At? Yeah, it was, yeah, this was around the time the right song was it popular. Out. It was probably yeah being searched a lot. Yep. Okay, makes sense. And the last one I have for you oh my God. is just two uh, gentlemen in a bedroom with the bed unmade. Yeah. Uh, one's in a row playing piano, and the other one is on vocals in the back. And he has cargo shorts on. Yeah. So the guy not playing piano, Gary, if you can just, while they're playing, tell me stuff that he does. Okay. He's, he's kind of just swaying back and forth right now. Hands on his hips. You spin my head right round, he right round. His when finger you're going down, when you touch the other guy's butt. Yeah, and then and then he licks it again, and or he blew it out, it or smell. Yeah, maybe blew it out. Yeah, it was. And then he kind of like shook his hand. It was very weird. Down, down. You spin my head right wow, that's a pretty good voice, actually. Right round when you go down, when you go down, down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip a little bit here. Yeah. See, I think the the rapping part is hard, and if there was a way you could slow it down and actually make it fit the kind of like the cover you're doing, but I think it's a cop out when you start just like rapping while playing it. Hmm. Okay. Well, if you're gonna do a full cover. Make it a totally are you, different song. Are you encouraging my cover band, the Del Reyes, to do this song? Because we, we will try at our next show if you, you want. You know what? I normally would never encourage <laughs> you to do anything, but I encourage you to cover this All right, song. Fair Absolutely. Enough. Fair enough. And I want your brother, Corey, who was our guest last week, to do the Kesha part with you <laughs> okay. on there. Corey, but I don't, he's not putting a dollar sign in his name. I'm not, not going to allow it. I don't think he can. So We can just turn the O and Corey into like a the, mon- money bag. Or the C can be the cent sign. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. That's, that's it, it, right? That's all I have for we you. We did it. This is the final part. Of- and guess what? I am no longer hungover. I feel great. This one beer, 
Did the trick. Yeah, and I feel worse. I don't know what it is about being in a room <laughs> you with you. You feel like you got hit yeah. by a truck. So this is, uh, the name of this podcast is Credit Score. We like to score these credits. As we teased earlier, we score in key grips. We don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. Sorry to whatever that guy's uh, name. His name was Sean, Sean Patrick, Patrick Flannery. Fra- Crowl. No, Flannery. No, not Flannery. Not Powder? Sean Patrick Crowl. <laughs> Sean Patrick Flattery. Not, not Powder. Powder. And not the guy from uh, Boondock Saints either. But he also played Powder. No, he did. He played. <laughs> you made that very clear. Right. He was in Powder. <laughs> <laughs> all right so why don't you go first okay one um, one through ten key grips what do you got what do you uh, say it's gonna be high just because one i love when end credits are entertaining yes. i love when the movie is over and i'm gonna especially for this podcast it's exciting um you know some of my favorite end credits are the sister act two back in the habit and really credits. yeah you've never mentioned that before yeah we're gonna get to those don't hmm. worry everyone they're coming hmm. i don't think um, so you know that's like the pinnacle this is slightly below for me I would give these a 9.5. Wow. That's yes. really incredibly high. Yes. Wow. Well, I just think it's, you know what? I'm going to drop it down a little bit because I've got, I've got a little thing that I just thought of that, okay. just, that bothers me about it. What, what bothers you? I'm going to bring it down a whole point. What? To 8.5. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just remembered that a part of me is kind of like, thinks the magic of the movie is that you don't see the stuff and you can fill in stuff with your imagination okay but it is very entertaining the pictures are funny it was like a nice surprise when we first saw the movie that you actually get to see some of the events that happen throughout the thing and they're hilarious and like thinking about everyone like them going through and having to take all these pictures and these snapshots and stuff from their night that they like or the movie's all about is hilarious and the song's great it entertains me song song is fine so 8.5. 8.5 is okay. What, well, I, I bring it down because it kind of like I was a little bummed. It's crazy with, that you, yeah. you 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 weren't uh, weren't committed to that 9.5 there. It's a little talked you out of it. Uh, that's funny because I am right in between both of those. I'm uh, giving it a nine key drips because I think that they are perfectly. It's a perfect button button up at the end of this movie. It's the perfect way to end it. Uh, I think that the, the the photos are like very. It's a it's a nice mix of a realistic. Vegas photos with like crazy their story photos, which are which is hilarious. I liked everything about it. Uh, I just didn't give it a ten because I just have a couple minor hangups, like I talked about. But um, but a nine to me is perfect because they're funny, they're entertaining. The song is fine, whatever. Um, and that gives us a final of eight point seven five key ribs for the hangover end credits. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not I think bad. it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It, they're good. I mean, they're yeah. enjoy- how could you not like these? Yeah, you know, you could have a problem with a couple of the pictures, maybe, but. Great, just perfect. Just a couple of them. Okay, maybe a, maybe a handful. Yeah, maybe a handful. Yeah. So there we go. Eight point seven five key drips. We're done. We've done it. I'm no longer hungover. I'm happy. Think I might crack another beer. Yeah. Okay. So if people want to see some of your debaucherous Vegas photos, Gary, where can they follow you? Uh, well, I don't think I have any up. But you can follow me on Instagram at GC Dudak. And actually, you probably can see some on Facebook. Actually, if you find me on Facebook. You'll see if you go Scroll. back to like 2007, 8, 9, 10, pretty much any time in that era. Don't of, go of too this, far because yeah. they're going to they're gonna cancel you. <laughs> I don't want to be canceled. I don't want to be canceled. Uh, and on Twitter, I'm Dudak Attack, D-U-D-A-K Attack. And I'm uh, Ruin underscore my underscore week on Instagram and Ruin my week on Twitter. Uh, please, if you enjoy the podcast, leave us some reviews. It helps out so much. Uh, we know yeah. our... Our loyal listeners have all left reviews so far, right? 
Yep. Uh, let's make them feel guilty about not leaving us I, reviews I think yet. That we got some this week. Yeah. Uh, five stars, please. And we love you. Yeah. Um, we flip flop every week. This week was a movie. It was Gary's pick. Next week is a TV show. It's my pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say what we're doing, but I will give a little hint. What's your hint? Um, I just think we're going to go into that one with clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You'll know. You'll know by the time we're doing it. <laughs> Classic. Okay, how should we take this out, Gary? Let's do the the, the strings one. Mm-hmm.